Hey, everyone. Welcome to our very first podcast for Redemption Women called Around the Table. We're so glad that you've taken some time to join us. My name is Dina Rogers. And I'm Caitlin Anderson. I'm really looking forward to gathering around the table with you all this season and Dina and all our many friends that we're going to have join us throughout this season on the podcast. So Dina, we started this podcast because we're studying prayer this season and the title of our journal is Lord Teach Us to Pray. And as we studied prayer, there was just so much that we were learning and we wanted to share with you guys. But if we shared everything that we learned, the journal would be like 400 pages long. And you really wouldn't want to read all of <laughs> all of our thoughts. So we kind of narrowed it down for the journal and hoped that we would have some time to gather around this podcast and talk about some of the stuff that really meant a lot to us and mm-hmm. things that we learned that really changed us yeah. that you wouldn't have to read. You could just maybe listen Yeah, and we were speaking with so many women, too, who are great prayers, and God has taught them so much about prayer, and they were our teachers as we went through Mm -hmm. this study and put them together, and so we're going to get to hear from a lot of them. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to having their voices as a part of what we're learning this season. Yeah, me too. So, Dina, last season we studied James, and as we went to try to think about what were we going to study in the spring season, it seemed like we could do nothing else but prayer, right? Right. It didn't seem like a hard topic to come up with. As a matter of fact, the hardest thing about prayer was that that deviated from our normal routine of going through a specific passage of scripture. Mm -hmm. And we thought, can we do something so topical? But we couldn't get around prayer. It was changing us. We learned so much about prayer from James. Mm -hmm. And as we gathered with our ID groups and women around redemption, it seemed like prayer kept coming up a lot, and Mm -hmm. it was changing all of us and really deepening our community with each other. Yeah, so many women said throughout our study of James, I feel like God has given me this hunger for prayer, and I just want to learn more. And we felt the same way. Mm -hmm. We wanted to learn more too. And it seemed like everyone was kind of starting to do that on their own, and it seemed like such a perfect place to gather together and to learn and to grow together. Yeah, and who knew? In a lot of ways, it's coinciding with our Sunday teachings, imaging right. Jesus. You know, yeah. he was such a amazing example of prayer. Mm-hmm. And how can we image Jesus without really developing the discipline of being on our knees and, and knowing God through prayer? Right. I mean, that's why our first week, we spent a whole week on studying Jesus' prayer. And you really could spend a year studying Jesus' prayer mm-hmm. life or longer. There are so many times that, I mean, Jesus was this great preacher where he had thousands of people following him, but he would say, okay, now I'm going to go away to be with my father. Yeah. And it, it was really important. mattered. Yeah. I think I was reading as we were putting the journal together, Mm -hmm. someone said one of the main questions that Jesus' disciples asked him was, Lord, teach us to pray. Mm -hmm. They were going to be running the church if they knew that it was called that. But they never said, Lord, teach us how to preach. Mm -hmm. Or Lord, teach us how to write really great books on doctrine. Right. They knew that to follow Jesus, to follow their rabbi, Uh they needed to know how to pray. And they said, Lord, teach us to pray. There's just so much wisdom in that because I feel like I would not, that would not be my first question. If someone said, okay, you're going to be the foundation of my church, I would think, oh my goodness, okay, I need to figure out 
how to preach from the stage mm-hmm. in front of thousands of people, how do I set up a children's ministry, how do I communicate all of our, you know, Sunday events and announcements and everything. Those were the things where my mind would go. Right. But the disciples were so wise and to say, Jesus, you have made this your priority. Lord, can you teach us? Mm-hmm. And they must have really seen that through prayer, Jesus knew his father and not only spoke his heart to God, but also was directed by him Mm. and heard from him. There was a relationship that he had with God that he was showing us what that looks like, like how to do that in the flesh. Right. That's something that we really discovered as we were putting this journal together. We originally thought okay, we're going to do a week on confession and a week on Thanksgiving, and we're going to focus just on that type of prayer. Yeah. Matter of fact, we started out with the dictionary definitions of all the different types of prayer. Right. (laughs) And then really the more we poured ourselves into Scripture and really Uh immersed ourselves in Scripture, we found that the prayers of men and women who had relationships with God mm-hmm. were the things that taught us about what prayer really looks like. And yes, of course, sometimes it's mainly Thanksgiving or mostly lament, or it mm-hmm. starts out with confession, but no prayer ever is singularly focused that way. Right, because it's a relationship. All the prayers we studied had elements of all the different kinds of prayer, which makes so much sense because prayer is a relationship. It's not an outline. It's not, okay, Jesus, first I need to start with this. Okay, God, then I did I do my confession right? Okay, it's a relationship. And that's what you see from the prayers we're going to study this season. As we see Hannah's prayer and David's prayer and the lament of the prophet that no person just lamented. It always turned into adoration or thanksgiving or supplication came after that. It was so many different kinds of prayer because prayer is a relationship. Mm -hmm. I loved that. I think one of the things that really centered me as we studied prayer and watched and listened to the prayers of men and women in the Bible Mm -hmm. was they felt like God knew them. They felt known. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's something about prayer and knowing that God hears and sees, even when we can't express it with words, mm-hmm. He gets us. Yeah. You know, there's those days when you think, oh, if anyone really could see everything I'm thinking about and doing in this one moment, mm-hmm. that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And then to think, that Jesus sees it and he gets it. Mm -hmm. That's such a good way to do life, you know? Oh, absolutely. Tim Keller says, and I know I'm going to butcher this because I always do and they say it so much more eloquently than I ever will, but it's something about our greatest desires as humans are to be fully understood and fully loved or fully known and fully loved. And you can be fully known and not loved and that's so painful. Or you can be fully loved but not known and the pain that comes with that. But when we're at the feet of Jesus in prayer, we're fully known and fully loved. Mm. And there's so much rest in that. There is. Yeah, I love that. So we're going through the study, Dina. We have nine weeks, and we're going to look at all different types of prayer during those weeks and all different prayers in the Bible. Which one are you looking forward to the most? Mm, That's a good question. Probably praying a blessing. We're going to start with a priestly blessing in Uh the Old Testament in Leviticus. Uh Um, But the ability to pray a blessing 
mm-hmm. over the people we love or people who hmm. are sick or people, just the church, you know, yeah. I, I just have never done that. I've never really articulated a blessing, I think. I've prayed for God to bless people, but I've never learned to pray a blessing over someone. So I'm excited about that. I was actually at a meeting with a friend and there was a family that was leaving and someone else came up to pray a blessing over that family. Uh And after she did that, this friend and I were talking and we just said, wouldn't it be cool to learn how to pray blessings over each other and Mm. pray blessings over our kids? So Yeah. yeah, I think I'm excited about that week. How about you? I think the week that I'm most excited for is probably Elijah's bold ask or Elijah's bold prayer. Elijah reminds me that we can pray big, sometimes unbelievable prayers. He watched mountains actually split and he asked God to consume with fire these drenched sacrifices that were drenched with water and these things that we would think, well, that can never happen. But he boldly asked God and had so much faith that it was going to happen. He didn't even doubt. And his prayers remind me that we are only limited in our prayer by our imagination. Mm, That's a great statement. Didn't James talk about Elijah's faith? Yeah, he talks about it in the last chapter. And so when we read that, I thought, well, I've got to go back and read Elijah. So then I read Elijah's story. And as we're putting this prayer journal together, it was what we have to have a week on Elijah. Look how bold this man was in his prayers. He had such a big imagination that there was nothing that was outside the limit of what he would ask God for. That's really beautiful. I love it. Okay, so Dina, you say that about James, and James really led me into the study of Elijah. But really, our study of James last fall really led us into the study of prayer this spring. You're right. The seeds of us becoming women of prayer in a much more disciplined and intentional way started with reading those stories of James and how he was remembered as someone who was on his knees so much that Historically, his reputation is that he had knees like camel's knees Hmm. because he prayed for the church. Hmm. And there aren't recordings of James's prayers in the Bible. Hmm. But when history remembers James, they remember him not only as the leader of the New Testament church, Mm -hmm. but as someone who was continually on his knees for the church and to his father. I just loved that example. I loved the idea that their community was strengthened by a leader who prayed. Mm -hmm. And I've seen God build community, our communities and our ID groups through prayer Mm -hmm. and just loved that example of James. So, yeah. And, you know, James is kind of known as an acting out your faith book. And that's why last season, our, this title of our study was tangible faith. And as I was studying through James, and I think as we all studied through James, we realized that, yes, he went out and he really lived out his faith and he taught us how to live out his faith. But his acting out of his faith always started with prayer. Mm, It always started on his knees and his tangible faith was God led because first it started on his knees and then he would go out. Yeah. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Mm-hmm. He was right up front saying, ask, ask. God mm-hmm. will show you how to do it and what to do. 
Right, and that's why this season, the title of our study is Lord, Teach Us to Pray. And it's because that that's what the disciples ask, but that's what James tells mm-hmm. us too, just ask. And so as we go into these next nine weeks of study, let's all start with that prayer. Lord, teach me to pray. Teach us to pray. As women at Redemption Tempe, teach us to pray, Lord. Yeah, I love that. So, Caitlin, throughout the preparation for the study, you keep quoting to me a favorite line from a hymn, I think, mm-hmm. by a man named William Kuyper. Can mm-hmm. you share that as we close? Absolutely. You don't, Are you sure you want to listen to it for the hundredth time? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love this, and this impacted me so much. So William Kuyper was a hymnist from the—he wrote a lot of hymns from a hundred years ago or something, and he has this line that says, Satan trembles when he sees— the weakest saint upon his knees. And that's where we need to start this season. As we pray, Lord, teach us to pray. It doesn't matter how long we've been a Christian, how much of our Bible we've studied, how much prayer we've done in the past. It doesn't matter if we know how to pray or not. If we start on our knees, then God will teach us. Absolutely. The best way to learn to pray is to pray. Exactly. So that's about all the time we have for today. Thank you, Dina, for gathering with me around the table and all of you women out there. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I think we're going to enjoy doing these podcasts and meeting all of you here. Mm -hmm. Next week, we will be back with excerpts from our first gather events. Mm -hmm. And we look forward to seeing you next time as we gather around the table again, immerse ourselves in scripture, and disciple one another toward Jesus. Mm -hmm.